Welcome to Mad World with Meg and Maria. Just two girls figuring out this mad world we live in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Mad World. I'm Maria. And I'm Meg. What's up, bitches? (laughs) Are you disappointed that I didn't start with that? No, because it doesn't matter. I'm just going to say it regardless. Also, are you proud of that starting? From me. Yeah, it was really good. It was clean. It was crisp. It was clear. Um, you're the queen of faff. Fucking up. <laughs> yeah, messing up. You're the queen of messing things up um, <laughs> and ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> That's great. That's so good. That's so motivating for this episode. Um, quickly, I want to talk very briefly. I don't want to go into it too much, but obviously we're in lockdown number two. It's a bit savage. We're all um, experiencing it a lot differently than I think the first lockdown. Yeah, definitely. But I just want to say to people really briefly, really quickly, we're not going to go in too deep, but obviously I hope you're okay. It's really shit. Um, But you got to just remember that at this moment, this is such a temporary moment and you just have to try and make the most possible. So make sure you get out of bed. Make sure you got your window cracked open, no matter how cold it is. Just make sure that, you know, you're lifting yourself up in any way possible. Yeah, and if you're struggling, just remember, little and often, like, you don't have to have these mammoth to-do lists every day to feel productive. Even if it's just one little thing every day that you're doing, just crack on with something, even if it's just going for a walk. Remember to move about, change your surroundings when you can. And it is, like Maria said, it's only temporary nothing lasts forever <laughs> so I honestly, myself every morning. honestly like I keep having these dreams where I'm like oh my god someone's not okay like I don't know what it is but there's someone who's not okay and it keeps happening in my dream so I'm just reaching out to everybody no matter yeah. how many times it is because you know you never know who's struggling and I just think it's important to check in on everyone um but yeah just whatever it is to fill your boredom do it do you know what I mean yeah. Like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Um, but hopefully we'll be out in almost two weeks. Let's see what happens. Um, you mentioned dreams there, and it reminded me. I think, are you one of those people who has kind of, like, intuitive dreams, where your dreams have something to do with what's going on in your life? Yeah, so if you're, if you're dreaming, do you sometimes have dreams that are to do with what's going on in your life, or they're just completely random? I think it's a bit of both for me personally. Like, I know when I'm, like, stressed at work, like, I will have a dream about it. And it's, like, really? really, Yeah, really vivid. And it's, like, really stressful. If it's a stressful shift, it'll be something related to that. And I literally wake up, like, in sweat because I'm like, oh, my God, because it's so real. No. Yeah. (laughs) It's not fun because I go home and I'm, like, literally in my sleep, I'm thinking about work. My dreams are really bizarre and very like chaotic and have no kind of they have no sense to them at all but I did have a dream the other night and it's really stuck in my head and basically me and everyone I loved was in the dream basically just loads of faces like friends family yeah but we had all been told kind of like this Jonestown massacre sort of thing like everyone has to poison themselves and then get into a suitcase right stay with me so everyone had these injections to take and it was gonna like basically end us but everyone was so blase about like oh yeah yeah you got your injection yeah oh yeah you got your injection yeah (laughs) and everyone's just calm 
picking up the suitcase that they're going to get taken away in. Like, this is fucking crazy to me in the dream. And obviously, I'm a bit like, can someone tell me why we're doing this? Because I have no idea. Um, and it was really stressful. And yeah. I remember just going up to people going, does it hurt? Does it hurt when you die? Does it hurt when you die? And everyone's oh, going, God. no, I've just taken mine. I'm just getting a bit tired. I'm going to go get in my suitcase now. <laughs> How fucking mad is that? Because then the thought of the suitcase was making me feel claustrophobic. I was yeah. scared of losing all my loved ones. I didn't know what was going on. You know those dreams where you're running around and you're trying to find something? Or you're trying to um, tell someone something? And it's almost like that like lack of control. Yeah. And I had it throughout the whole dream. And I woke up so upset, but so relieved that I didn't have to get into a suitcase. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, well, where the fuck did that come from? I literally find those dreams, like you, like you were saying, the ones that you really remember. And mm. you remember so well, like for like months and then. Like, I find them so... I think that's... I don't know. I just think it's deeper than that. Like, obviously, it's a dream. But I just think, why have I remembered this yeah. dream so vividly more than every other dream? Like, there's a dream I have. <laughs> it's not as dark as that one. <laughs> no, mine was so distressing. <laughs> so distressing. But I remember I had this dream, like, a year ago, two years ago. I don't know if you remember this, but it was someone going around going, low, and they had the hands in the air. And they were making, <laughs> and they were making the low face. And I was like... And I, <laughs> Did they have it the right way around? I vaguely remember. Like they just got arms, they got their arms in the air and their mouth wide open, and they're just walking around going low. And I thought it's real, <laughs> but it's like I can't forget it. <laughs> That's the sort of thing to happen in Falmouth, though. <laughs> just someone walking around going low, and everyone's like, "That's just something." So they do it every day, literally. Um, but yeah, enough of that. Like we said. Do what you got to do. You can get through this. Speak to your friends. You're a strong ass bitch and you'll yeah. get through it. Anyone who listens to this podcast is a strong ass bitch. Yeah. Big ass bitch. No. Hey. <laughs> big ass bitch. <laughs> Boss lady. You that big ass bitch. <laughs> no? Okay. So this episode, we are going to be talking about dating anxieties, the modern world of dating and things that you just need to remember and that like... Yeah, we're just going to go through that a bit. Because um, I think dating has changed, obviously, so much each generation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, I am on the other side of it all because I'm not a dater and I never have been. So I think it's interesting because your ICU is kind of like an avid dater. Like you're Do all you? For, yeah. You're all for dates, um, hanging out with people, getting to know people. You're very open to this whole, like, oh, let me take you out. And you're like, yeah, sure, like, whatever. Like, let's see how things go. Whereas someone says that to me, and I'm like, no, thank you. Do you know what I find that? I do find that, because obviously we've had this conversation a few times about dating, and I've said to mm. you, you need to date, you need to, you know, put yourself out of the yeah. But I'm surprised because obviously you, when you're in social situations, you'll talk to anyone. Oh, I will talk to anyone. Yeah, and you're, yeah. you like love like other people's, you know, getting to know other people and other people's conversations and hearing about other yeah. people. So mm. that's why it's kind of like, but I guess I think with dating, like I said, it's a generational mindset almost because a lot of people think dating as like dinner, you know, you go to a fancy restaurant and you're sat there yeah. eating dinner and it's like that to me freaks me out so much. I couldn't think of anything worse. No, like if I went, if someone said to me, we're going to a fancy dinner for our first date, 
I would pick you up at eight, honey. Oh my god. Oh my god. That I would die. Like I would hate every single minute. So I think it's like trying to make sure that there's not that initial pressure because I think when we when it comes to dating, we already have an idea of how the date's gonna go. We overthink it, we overplan it, and then it kind Mm -hmm. of ruins that element of fun. When it comes to dates or someone asking someone out for a date, it's just interesting that it's like this societal kind of label that you put on something because you could go out with someone and go for a drink but as soon as you say can I take you out for a drink or you know let's go out just us two let's have a date it's like what is it that turns this into something between friends and being social and just getting to know people because I would go out and have a drink with anyone like it's just it's part of our British culture everyone goes out and socializes over alcohol or in or in a pub setting or you know a nice bar but I it's it's something changes from going out and enjoying each other's company because you just get along well to so you want to pursue something with me or is this yeah you're trying to see if we'll be suitable it's a really bizarre thing and I've never really understood it until I mean I've only ever been in one serious relationship before and after then I was never really like a date, dating. a date her. Yeah, I think it's more of like if you bump into someone and you end up getting along like that little bit better than you know another person, or there's this weird kind of like oh you're drawn to someone more. Mm. I think that's when you know if you want to yeah. do that. Yeah, but there's people who will ask someone out just because they like a joke they tell. Like, you're funny. We should go for a drink sometime, <laughs> and then you yeah. go for a drink with them, and they'll be like trying it on with them and it's like when did this happen yeah i think you know yeah i think you're right like it's and do you know what else i find weird and this really stresses me out like when i'm single and it's like because i've come to the conclusion i have really bad intimacy and commitment issues okay honey welcome to therapy so the thought oh my god the thought of it let it out darling (laughs) let it out the thought of it is making me feel like the thought of something really serious and intense, like I'm sweating like a lot, but I don't know, I don't know what it yeah. is. And I think that's maybe what people think of dating, you know, that's mm. sort of like, oh shit, the pressure, it's that pressure again of like, yeah, because obviously the media, you know, you've got films and TV and you're watching, I don't know, a rom-com and the date looks amazing. And it's like, that's not normal. Like if you say to someone, let's go for a coffee, let's do this, almost like you were saying a minute ago, that's a date. But I just don't think it needs to, have that such like almost this is a date this is going to be a date you know but what that's I mean? what I'm that's what I'm saying it's so it's like when does it turn from just a coffee with a friend to going for a coffee with intentions I just think it's a really bizarre thing and it comes down to communication and if you're yeah. openly communicating with someone and say you keep bumping into them because you've got mutual friends and every time you bump into them you get along really well you spend the night basically talking to each other and then it's like okay well we should do something just us two one time like do you think that'd be nice it's like okay are you expecting one of them to say is this a date yeah i I mean nine times out of ten they probably will it'll be like a flirtatious yeah but it's just so interesting isn't it it's like and I think this whole social thing is just bizarre to me sometimes. I think it's important as well. Like it's difficult for women, especially when it comes to hetero dating. Oh my God, yeah. I think for women, it's got that like 
we feel like we don't have the power to be like thank you so much for inviting me to this coffee but um this isn't a date to me i don't see this as a date you know maybe not as <laughs> blunt as that I mean, it's uncomfortable it can be like quite but there's these blurred lines and it can be a little bit uncomfortable but if a man said that it's like oh this man's got confidence he's setting it like you know but if a woman says that she's a bitch or she's a bit mm. or she's a bit off or she's ungrateful yeah and it's like it needs we need to sort of normalize that women can say i want this date we're going on this date da, 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 or this isn't a date to me thank you so much for the coffee i've had a really nice time with you um as friends but i don't see this as a sort of romantic environment you know what i mean oh do you know what's really funny when people go i just don't see this going anywhere <laughs> I don't see this going anywhere. Let's just cut this before things get complicated, okay? But that's it's what like, I like. It doesn't be honest. Yeah, and I think, you know, yeah, exactly. I think it's about setting your own boundaries. Like, I think a lot of people go into dating thinking it's going to end up in something serious or it's going to end up in a relationship. And it's like, I think that's absolutely fine. If that's what you're looking for and that's what you're ready for, go ahead. But if you're looking, thinking, Maybe I should start putting myself out there or maybe I should start putting myself in these environments. Just date for life experience and fun. Like it doesn't yeah. always need to be like, there doesn't need to be a second date, you know? You don't need to go in that and think, oh, I, can't, I want a second date at the end of this or I want this at the end of this. If you go on a date, you don't like that person, you send them a message saying, thank you so much. Had a really nice evening. Um, yeah, that's all it needs to say. You don't need to say anything like, do this again sometime, even if you're not feeling that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, one of the um, notes I've actually got is, remember, it is just fun. I don't know why I'm reading it like I've never read anything before <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I can't read my handwriting. I'm like, remember, it is just fun. <laughs> I said, remember, it's just fun, and you don't owe anyone all of you in the beginning. So, yeah. like he said, it's boundaries. Yeah, and I think, you know, you go in thinking, this is how I'm going to be, this is how I'm going to act. Like, I'm t- Don't get me wrong, I've been on dates and I think, or I'm going to use this pickup line or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do this fun or something. And it's like... <laughs> that is just the complete opposite of me. It's funny. But it's this like... This is why I say you're an avid data is because you've got that mentality of like, you're able to do these things and just like have someone, you know, approach you in a way like, hey, let's go for a drink. Because you've got that confidence to know that they want to go out for a, a drink because they like you, you know? Yeah. I think... I think I've realised that... No, let's turn it on his head. Why do you think that what make gives you those dating anxieties, for example? I think I'm just a very... Um, I'm a very, like, soul person. Like, I like the solitude. And I'm very close-knit with some people, like my friends... And it's really hard for me to open myself up to someone else. Not even just, like, as a date, but, like... New friends. A new friend. And I'll I'll be really friendly with someone. I'll get along with someone. But when it comes to just, like, hanging out with someone and opening all those doors to get to know someone else, I'm like... A lot of the time, I'm like, that's not necessary. That's a waste of my time right now. Like, I don't need to do this. Yeah. That sort of thing. But my, the reason I don't... I mean, I don't date. I don't disagree with dating at all. I don't date because I like being on my own. Like, yeah. I love it. And I was I was in a relationship for a few years and then we broke up. Yeah, it's all sad and stuff. But it takes a while to get back to a position where you feel completely and utterly 
okay and happy on your own. Yeah. And I think a lot of people go through situations where they've been in with someone or they've liked someone or they've dated someone for a little while and then they just jump onto another, you know, similar situation and follow and so on and so forth. And I think you need to give yourself time to date yourself in a way. Yeah, like, 100%. I'm, I'm all for getting out, having fun and getting to know people. But I think sometimes it's more than just going out for a drink with someone and you just, you're constantly talking to them and you're kind of building this rapport with them as like a support when really just enjoy being on your own. Yeah. That's my, that's my, <clears throat> it's not necessarily anxiety, but more of like a, an, a disinterest. I'm just not interested in it at all. Yeah. I think, you know, that, yeah, no, I think that's like completely fair enough. And that's kind of the points I had is you have to love yourself first. Like, hell yeah, honey. I would never date. Yeah. If I didn't think that I'm going to be confident or if I don't think that, like you said, I don't have the sort of honesty within that dating experience. Like, yeah. I wouldn't go on dates unless I'm honest with myself or that person. So yeah, like, and I think for your own sake and their sake. Yeah, exactly. Like you just need to make sure that you're not sort of filling a void or forcing a romance, you know? Yeah. Because I think this again, it's going back to that. It's okay to go on dates, but it doesn't have to lead in the long run to a relationship. Do you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. So it's you like, can't just you, have fun with someone. Yeah, I think you need to gain that sort of self love and self acceptance, um, so you can get the most from someone else and the most from the experience. Mm. because I think at the end of the day when we're when you're going on dates and you're still this is the big red flag if you're talking about your ex or if you're thinking about your ex or if you're thinking such negative thoughts on that date you're not ready for the date yeah you know what like, I mean that should be a past a complete closed book before you go on and you start introducing yourself in that way to other people because yeah. you could be friends with anyone you like, but as soon as you start bringing someone else into the mix for romantic reasons, that's when you start setting yourself and that person up for failure if you're not completely and utterly closed off the other section of your life, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I... Sorry, just going back to the sort of setting the boundaries and stuff, I think... See, I so I went on a date with a guy. Um, I met him on Tinder... And it was a really good date. I'm not going to lie. It was a good date. But I Where started... did you go? What did you do? We went for a few drinks. Um, that was it. You know me. Alcoholic. Cocktails. Cocktails. A few drinks. They're fun. Um, yeah. A fun thing to do on the day is literally like, I love, I think it's really like, I think it's just, it's, it's downtown fun. Like with cocktails, I think it's really yeah. good because obviously you get to sort of know their personality a little bit because it's like, like picking the cocktails, you kind of see what they're interested in or, you know, you yeah. can sort of make light of it. So like I did a thing where pick a random cocktail together and it's like, if it's yeah. disgusting, they can make a joke out of it or something. Do you know what I mean? Something they've never tried before. Yeah. Pick something else for them and they pick something for you. You sort of know their environment, how they're with hospitality staff or, you know. And how they are when they're drunk. Yes. Or There's if they're a bit worse. spontaneous, da, 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 da. anything. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, so I went on this date, it's a really good date. And then I started getting a few red flags, like just little things. They were like, um, so I have pictures of my ex on my Instagram. Yeah. Good memories. I'm not going to delete them. Do you know what I mean? I still, hmm. you know, obviously care for that person because they were part of my life for a while. Um, 
and he bought that up and I was like whoa that's none of your business Ooh, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a on a strong I've, thing to bring in because you can wonder these things but you need to be in the position where you're going to ask them for a reason like yeah. there wasn't really a reason for them to ask that in that situation but it's like after a first date you've got no right to know that i think yeah. after three dates yeah you can then we can start opening up a bit more and discussing things or whatever or even after five dates however you want to set these boundaries but after one day i've met this guy once and he's bringing this up and i'm like sorry <laughs> also it's that that sort of stuff is subjective as well like yeah everyone's got a different relationship with people everyone's got different situations um there isn't this like unwritten rule book to dating but yeah for and sure. like being in in you know um in a friendship with your ex or like having pictures of them on your instagram like it doesn't matter because if that is the situation that is happening in someone's life and that's how things worked in their life then who are you to ask as if it's this general thing yeah you know especially when it's after a first date like i'm gonna keep yeah. reiterating that because it's like no, it's first date. Oh, one yeah. date like fucking hell give that me a says break a lot about that says a lot about them exactly red imagine flag imagine if you were, imagine if you were on a date with a guy and it was just really chill having a laugh and you're like so why do you have pictures of your ex on your instagram it's like oh my god and it's like but it got really intense i would be so like, embarrassed if i'd said something like that yeah and he so he came to my work a few days after this date I didn't reply that much. And I would have thought that's a red flag if I'm not replying that much and I'm sort of ghosting you a bit. Let it go. Leave it. Clearly, I'm just a great catch. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. But he came to my work and I was telling everyone, like all the staff people, I was like, this, like he's outside. And I was like, no what way. The fuck? And I had to go out and serve and everything. And I was like, this is really weird. And what he was, was he like, doing? Just standing there? No, he was having a few drinks with his friends, but it's like, he's, oh. he lives in a different town. Uh, it's like why you out of all the bars you come to this yeah town you've come to this one and anyway so he's like let's speak i want to speak to you after like let's go on a second date i want to take you out on a second day and i'm like i'm not I'm too sure yeah i'm at work i'm not too sure like if i'm feeling it that's when i know the bad bitch energy should have come in i should have just said i'm really sorry i had a very nice time but i don't want to go on another date with you but it's like because for women we just feel like we don't have a right to say that. We have every single right to set your boundaries and say how you feel about a situation in that dating experience. Also, you're at work. I think that's a bit of... Well, this is why, yeah. Cut it's off. a bit annoying. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's annoying because it's like, that first date was really good. Could have gone on a few other dates, see how it went, whatever. But it's like, then you've just ruined it. <laughs> yeah. That would have just completely ruined it for me. I would have been... A little bit like, first of all, who do you think you are? Second of all, why are you at this bar knowing that I work here and putting me on the spot? Third of all, who do you think you are? Exactly. And it's like, I think I would have been disappointed in myself if I went on a second date just because I felt obliged to. Yeah, but um, you would have been doing that as like a pity thing and that, that would exactly. have been... Wait, like once again that would have been wasting both of your time yeah and I think one thing that is important for everyone to remember is like never lower your standards like just you, say, uh, you, uh, uh. say you're feeling alone now and you're just feeling like you want to fill a void or you know 
maybe past experiences have made you thought you're not worthy of this really incredible person or whatever don't lower your standards like never settle like you have to just remember your worth do you know what I mean don't take the bare minimum ever yeah like if this guy asks you on a date and you start going on a few dates and you end up liking them a bit, but then they start being a dick or they start cancelling on you or they start sort of trying to avoid you but not simply saying that they're not keen on you anymore, what, are they worth the other, another chance? Are they worth your time, your effort, your money mm. when you can be putting that all into someone else? More importantly, you can be putting that into yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you it's again about that toxic relationship thing. If the red flags are there, you listen to the red flags and you fucking think, no, I'm not worth this. There shouldn't really be any issues in the beginning of a, like, anything new anyway. There yeah. shouldn't really. That's such because a good point. Life's though. too short for that. Yeah. Genuinely, there's more to life than just having your qualms about things in the beginning. Like that should just be the easiest, breeziest, most fun time ever. Yeah. Oh, that's so true, though. Yeah, if it's not, then it's like clearly. Well, if it's the tr- if there's troubles now, can you imagine in a relationship? Yeah, when you're more comfortable with each other and there's more factors involved. Yeah, just consider these things, guys. Whether you're uh, dating girls, guys, they them, you know, all conforming genders in between. <laughs> whoever you're dating, this applies to everyone. <laughs> you know. Also, I want to ask quickly. Because I had this conversation with a few people and it was it was about seeing someone and dating. Like to me, dating right. is going on dates to, and then seeing someone is like the step before a relationship. You've sort going of steady. You've gone on a few dates. Yeah, you've stayed at each other's houses a few times. Like the dates have become longer. See, this longer. is why I don't do it. This is too stressful. <laughs> this is why I don't do it. There's too many things. But this is what I mean, like... Dating, I think the dating, then you start seeing, then you're dating someone and the dates are going well, then you start seeing them. So you're investing more time and stuff into them. And then if that goes well, then you go into a relationship. But people confuse it the other way around. And I'm like, Also, (laughs) what I think is very like blurred lines, uncharted territory is when you're dating someone, but you're also going on different dates or you're sleeping with someone, friends benefits, you know, that's what people do. Yeah. Um, like, and then you're going on dates. But then does the date have to know that you're sleeping with someone or that you're dating other people? I personally think... It's very, like, almost like you're fighting for the attention of the other person. It's weird. I'm scared. <laughs> I sort of think... <laughs> this just scares me. <laughs> if, you're going, if you're going on a date, if you're going on a date with someone, you've gone on three dates with that person, you've gone for drinks, you've gone for coffee, whatever, you've gone for a walk, you date who else you want to date. You've not said, I like you. If you've not said, I like you, if you've not said, I'm only talking to you, you date who the fuck you want to date. Do you know what I mean? See, I, I agree with you in that point because that is how I see it. It's like, although it all confuses me anyway, and this is a world that I'm not really a huge part of, um... <laughs> When you're just going out, meeting people, like you're going actively on to like an app, like Tinder or Hinge. Can I just say, please don't go on Tinder, go on Hinge. <laughs> it's like conversational, there's questions. It's more than just pictures and pictures of fannies and dicks, you know. And no, like, Tinder. I just feel like, yeah. No, Tinder is full of like cocky boys, 
you know yeah. it's very shallow but hinge i've set hinge up for my friends before and it, and it's like that's fun because there's so much more to it than just pictures there's questions there's conversations there's uh, okay you know that's that's how i prefer it but say someone's actually going on to an a dating app you can have all these different conversations with people and meet up with all these different people that's more clear than someone just like asking you like it, yeah like a friend of a friend asking you to go out and it's like, oh, does that switch things now? Am I allowed to be on these apps? Because that person was on the app as well. Do you know what I mean? So if you're both yeah, yeah, on yeah. an app, you're both probably doing the same thing. But it does it I probably sound like I'm really confusing it, but all no, I no, say no. is come down, it has to come down to um So I think let's say you start to have feelings for that person. You've gone on, let's say, six dates. And you start to have a feeling of that person and you think, shit, I quite like this person. I think that's when maybe you don't date other people. Yeah, and like I said, it's communication. I think I started confusing myself at first because I was talking about apps and how, like, if two people are on the app... <laughs> this is what I was trying to say. I've had a moment to think. If two people are on the apps, right, and you're, you've met up, then you expect the other person to be doing that with other people as well because you're just getting to know people. yeah like in person which is completely fine and never feel bad about doing anything like that never feel bad about that yeah but if someone this is what i was saying about communication if say one of those dates goes really well and you keep seeing them as long as and and you end up dating a few other people just going out for a drink or a coffee or whatever Mm. um and then one of those people it starts going really well and they say look i really like you um that's when i think you should be like okay well I think from this point onwards, we could just be like just between us two. Like I have been going yeah. out with some people. As long as you're honest and you're like, look, or saying, look, I'm still like just looking like to have fun. Um, I'm not looking for anything serious. Like just communicate these things because some people don't. And I think that's what puts some people Confuses. off dating or confuses people and people end up getting hurt is because people aren't communicating or people aren't being honest. Yeah. I think I think for women who, like, are the majority of our target audience, sorry to all the men. Um, <laughs> all the men. Like, there's, like, probably, like, five men who've already listened to us. Yeah, but if that. For the women, I think what's important is that, yes, in society, that men come across more dominant and, you know, it's, like, it's chivalry, isn't it? Men like to be, yeah. like, we're doing this, we're doing that. You have every right to ask someone a date. You have every right to say we're doing this. And you have every... I'm just going to, like, keep stressing it. Like, if you don't feel like this date... That date is going well. Or let's say you've gone on a few dates. You start to like that person. It might be a bit more than dating at this point. But they're treating you like shit. Or they're treating you how you're not, like, want to be treated. You say to them, I don't want to be treated like this. This is how I expect to be treated. This is what I want. Otherwise, I'm not going to bother. You have every right to say that. And if they don't, you've got to stand by that and you walk away. You know, that's a yeah. power move. That's power. Like, that's that's just you taking control and having that confidence to be like, you know what you deserve. Do you know what I mean? And don't mistake liking the attention from someone as liking that person. You know, yeah. you might just like the attention. See, I Doesn't think... mean you like falling for someone. <laughs> You know? Is that a little dig at me? <laughs> no, genuinely, that was not. Because if it was a dig at you, I'd say, this is a dig at you. 
That was think, me saying. That was me saying for men because I know some some girls who like you know feel comfortable having the attention because that's kind of like their thing. They need that like attention. Yeah, and they might sometimes mistake that. There's nothing wrong with liking attention, but they might sometimes mistake that for liking someone. Yeah, when really they don't. I like, just like the idea of them. I think if the shoe fits, they are right. I feel like that. Is oh yeah, very... if if the shoe fits, honey, then wear the shoe for that. You know, but they might give you blisters. <laughs> but I know what I'm saying is like I feel like that is me. Like I oh, okay, oh, I like... yeah, I feel like I don't know. It's because I think I think in my past experiences, I have always gone on dates that I'm sort of comfortable with and sort of have control on. Yeah. Or like I get into situations where I feel like I know this shit like the back of my hand, like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Whereas like when I get into a new environment, it's a bit like, whoa, like I'm, you know, I sort of cross that line of, do I like this person or do I like this new environment, exciting opportunity? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, am I enjoying this person's company or am I enjoying the idea of Of going out and doing this? And that is like, it's that it's that that saying that everyone says do you like do you love the idea of them or do you love them yeah in that but i don't know i just think i think with dating i think it's just remembering that that's what i mean i think dating is just going on a few dates with someone yeah it is like if you're going out dating like actively dating it's just going out socializing with people in a way it's just a yeah. social setting. But when you're seeing someone, that's when you've said to each other and you've had the conversation, can we just keep this between us? I really like you. Let's see how things go. And if it doesn't work, then communicate that it's not working and move on. And See, that's that's what I think too. But a lot of people think it's the other way around and then that confuses me. <laughs> how can you say, how can someone think seeing someone is less than dating? I know. That's what dating I it. The clue is in the name. You're going on dates. And when you're seeing someone, you're seeing them constantly and, you know, you're having sleepovers and stuff, you know? Yeah, that's what I thought. And it's like, I've been sort of, there's been times when I've been like, fuck, because they've been like, you're seeing that person. I'm like, oh my God. Because that's yeah, like, I think that's oh, what's oh. really intense. And that's also yeah. really intense to say, some, to say to someone else. Because it's like, don't tell someone what they're doing. Yeah, I you think know? that's the thing. I think, and that's when like, yeah, if you want to go on multiple dates to someone and someone goes, how can you keep up? Or how are you doing that? And it's like, or like almost like judging you because you're going on multiple dates. It's like, I'm... Oh, don't ever judge what people are doing either. That's so, like, that's such a lame thing to do. Yeah. Like, I think... For example, if someone's, I don't know, I just think people just need to sort of do what they want to do. You know what I mean? As long as you're not hurting someone and it's legal, then... What was it we said in the other episode? As long as everyone's consenting, they're oh, of age, and it has nothing to do with animals. That's it, yeah. Oh my God, that was like old school mad world. I know. Thanks to the guys who are still listening from that episode. <laughs> I hope, we hope that helped you the first time and it helps you this time. Um, yeah, so I think, okay, so I've got these set things. I, 
I took a little leaf out of your book from the last episode. Okay, honey. I'm good at making these little things though, aren't I? So it's five, right? Avoid pressure. Okay. Number two, set your own boundaries. Okay. Number three, be confident. 100%. Yeah. Make the most out of that date. Realise like, shit, I'm fucking, I deserve this person to buy me a cocktail. I'm looking sick tonight, do you know what I mean? Um, Don't lower your standards and love yourself first. Can I add one on the end? Yeah, go ahead. Um, It's a two-way street. It is a two-way street. Yeah. Yeah. Like, And you, it's just, oh, sorry, I'm just getting so pissed off because I just know, like. Are you okay? Are you getting wet up? (laughs) You're getting hot? (laughs) you okay always hot and sweaty i just think it's like i just hate how society has literally like forced so much pressure on single life like if you want to be single for like as long as possible do it because you're going to learn so much about yourself i am literally the walking talking advocate of that can i say my last note on here yeah it is also okay not to be not today or be interested in dating yeah that's what i was that's literally that is my this is why i think we're interesting and this conversation is interesting because me and you are in this aspect are different in what we do yeah you're happy to go dating i would rather not yeah and And that's 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 okay either way is okay yeah because whatever happens and i was having this conversation with someone the other day at the end of the day who's going to be there when you're in bed alone or who's going to be there at the end of your tiring week it's going to be yourself do you know what I mean? And it has to be yourself sometimes. Yeah. So I think it really does. Don't ever try and fill a void. If you want to be single and you're happy being single, if you accidentally sleep with someone one night or if you, you know, someone's really trying on with you and you're like, sorry, not interested, that is fine. Like embrace that single, like that single era of your life because you may never get that back once you're like deep in a serious relationship. Sorry. Yeah. Scares me. now you're definitely gone all hot but it's like um it's like you're never gonna get a single time again do you know what i mean oh my god you've got your whole life to explore different people but you will enjoy exploring those people more when you have fully explored yourself yeah like i think i'm in a position where i don't think i would need to go on a date like yeah because I know at the end of the day, I'm my biggest fan. Do you know what I mean? One of my personal rules. 100%. And that should be it. That should be it. Like, you should yeah. feel so comfortable within yourself. And that takes time sometimes. Yeah. And it's... don't rush it, baby girl. Exactly. It's just really sort of, I think dating really does come from just doing something that benefits, that adds happiness to your life. It shouldn't be yeah. the happiness of your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something that brings a little bit more excitement. You know what I mean? It's not the end all or. Was it end or end all? Be all end or end all. <laughs> you were close. You were close. Can I just add that um, I'm not like this girl who's just gone out through life not needing anyone. I used to be the neediest person. Like when I was in a relationship, I was so needy sometimes. And luckily, from taking a break from you know a relationship I've realized that I don't have to be like that anymore and if I ever got into another re- relationship 
um, or said relationship, then I would know that I'm not that needy girl anymore. Yeah. And it would be different because I would not rely on someone else um, because I have taken this time to explore myself and support myself and be myself as a single person. Yeah. And that is what is going to benefit me in the long run, and which has benefited me from not being that person anymore in all areas of life. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you learn from each experience. You know, if you start yeah. dating someone and let's say you like them, but they're not too keen on you, you can realise, right, that's just life. Like, that's not their problem, you know. You're it's not going to just... be everyone's cup of tea either. Yeah, it's just learning from each experience. And like you said, you know, mm-hmm. I've learned a lot from being in long-term relationships and thinking, whoa, I never want to be that person again or I'm going to yeah. make sure I don't get myself into this situation again. 100%. Just put yourself first. Honestly, that's all it boils down to is just putting yourself first. And if you're not ready to date, please don't date. Yeah. Um, you don't have... It's not like something everyone has to do. You don't have to... You don't owe anyone an ex, a, a reason for that. Just fucking say you're not in the mood for it. You're not interested. Yeah. Um. So I kind of want to round up this episode talking about a few things in the world at the minute. Okay. So can we discuss news round? <laughs> Go and give a, give us a beat, like a news round beat. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> do you know what I just did? I just did the Crystal Maze theme tune. Oh, I love that show though. Great program though. Yeah, really good. Oh, Top Britney, tier. she didn't get her censorship c- cancelled. Her what? Have you, is it censorship? No, not censorship. What's oh, it like the 5150. The what? 5150. <laughs> is that what they're like? The cons- cons- yeah. con. What's it called? Concert. Con- the thing that her dad owns her life, basically. I don't know. I know it's called a 5150, but I can't remember the name. You actually yeah. sometimes cr- confuse me so much. <laughs> I'm gonna search it up, right? Just it's like con con con. I don't know. Anyway, hashtag free Britney. That's all I've got to say. Hope she's okay. Hashtag free Britney. I hope she's okay. We're all there for you. Cause hit me, baby, one more time. I'm still looking for the name. Conservatorship. Conservat. I don't think that's a word. It is. It's like con con conservatorship. Same thing. That's basically what I was saying. Okay, it's conservatorship, guys. If anyone was really <laughs> concerned, Maria was close, but no cigar. I personally have never heard of that word other than this situation. But it well, is. It is a conservator. Oh, no, it's conservator. Conservatorship. Oh, it's conservatorship. I've added another T in it for no reason. It's conservatorship. <laughs> so conservator appointed to manage another person's financial matters. So basically, her dad has control over all of her money. That's fucked, isn't it? <sighs> God, men ruin everything. They really do. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Say- the What I really wanted to talk about, sorry, we brought in Britney. Don't know how it happened. Okay. Um, is the Sainsbury's advert, the new Christmas advert. Okay, yeah. Um, sorry. I've not actually seen it. I've I mean, seen I, I watched like two seconds of it because I'm like, 
I'm a bit, obviously I'm an ad nerd, so I'll sit down and watch all the Christmas adverts at once. <laughs> that okay. okay. So I'm like, I watched a little bit and I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, I just literally looked like, this was like first thing in the morning and I was like, what the hell do all these people who don't show their face as their Twitter profile are talking about? Do you know what I mean? Oh, don't, don't even get me started. How can you be racist enough to actually write something out like that? I don't, I, I just, it's literally beyond me how this is, how another topic on race is being discussed and being debated. Like, I, it's just, it's crazy. But this has happened before with Sainsbury's as well. I'm pretty sure it was Sainsbury's where loads of people were like, I'm not going to Sainsbury's because everything, nothing, nothing's white anymore. Da, da, da. And it's like, well, fuck off then. <laughs> yeah. I saw a, I saw a TikTok and it was um, someone like, being up now I'm oh going, my god I know exactly what you're gonna say is it the, the guy, guy dancing, dancing? Yeah. yeah he's like me dancing at Sainsbury's knowing there's no more racists in here and it's like do you know what like a bottle of Disserano at Sainsbury's is like four pound more than you get at Asda but I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Sainsbury's Take money. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just annoying and it's like people are just so dumb and it just it gets to the point where it's just embarrassing that, it is just embarrassing yeah. Um, so I know you went to debate this. I don't know what you were about to say. It was going to be my favourite of the week, but I don't want it to be my favourite of the week. Because oh I my have God, a, yes. Okay. Because I want to have a little debate about it, right? Okay. But it's The Crown. The Crown season four's come out on Netflix. Been oh, up for what, like three just, days? It's brilliant. I've watched half of it already. It's so good. I've watched the whole thing. <laughs> okay, well, I, I don't have that time, Maria. <laughs> I've watched the whole thing. Too much time. <laughs> I've binged <laughs> it all. What episode are you are now? Six. Oh my god! So you watched episode five? That was my favorite. If you're watching yes. it, episode five is my favorite. I love my bum that. hole was clenched. My oh, it was so good. Anyway, the debate that we were having sort of over the message, and you were like, "Save it for the podcast," was about Charles, Camilla, and Diana's love triangle. Right. Um. Now, I want to hear your opinion because I was a bit shocked. See, I don't think that affairs are justified ever. I'm not saying that. But what I do think we need to consider is, same with Princess Margaret, she was denied the marriage to Peter Townsend, who she really, really loved, and she ended up in a relationship where she wasn't happy. Yeah. Um, And, you know, they, they hurt each other because they weren't happy in their relationship. Yeah, and everyone's so quick to say, "Oh, I feel so sorry for Princess Margaret. She doesn't, she didn't get to uh, marry Peter Townsend." Of course, I feel sorry for her for that. Yeah, and so do you. But I said, "Oh, I just feel sorry for Charles and Camilla because they love each other, but they are literally told they're not allowed to marry each other." And you said, "I don't feel sorry for Charles," and I was like, <laughs> "But it's the same thing as Princess Margaret. He's been denied the woman he loves. She was denied the man he loved. She loved. I don't." justify you know what happened to diana and you know how people turned on her how she was kind of just used because she was this young virginal princess um which sadly did lead to her untimely death but i do have that you know i do feel sorry for um charles in the sense that Camilla 
him and Camilla. True. Clearly, I mean, they're together now. And I think they've yeah. been reported to have a really good relationship. And I just think that's such a shame that they couldn't have had that anyway. I get that point. I get the initial... He obviously, like, before Diana was even introduced, they, you know, I get that he loves this woman and obviously because of the traditional values and whatever, he couldn't then pursue a future with Camilla at the time, right? Mm. He obviously, you know, Diana was then introduced and I just think his behaviour after marrying her... Like, for instance, before they even got married, did you know that um, she had to call him sir? That wasn't, that wasn't like, the same with Camilla. Oh, really? Yeah, and I just think it's the behaviour towards Diana, which is so, like, which makes me not feel sorry for him. Like, he went around telling everyone about her bulimia, because obviously when they were having their divorce, he was, you know, using that as ammo. Um, he was... So nasty to her, behind her back, laughing at her, saying all of this. Like, he wasn't even trying. Like, you know you're in that establishment. I know it's hard, whatever. But he wasn't even trying. He was just taking the piss out of her all the time. He let his family bully her, you know. And it's like, that's still the mother of your child. Margaret, and what happened with Margaret was really sad. And it was really, like, it broke my heart watching it. But, like, you know she was able to sort of in a way move on because there was no obviously children involved but I think that is like I don't know I just would have thought a man would look at a woman and think you gave me the two greatest things in my life I'm going to give you some respect but he never I don't know it just never obviously it's a fit more fictional than I was going to say this is like this is all dramatised I know there's more yeah. there's more to them what actually yeah, there's more went on. to it than just like I know, a show, a Netflix the show. <laughs> but I just think at the moment, what I was looking at is as that one sole thing of having not being allowed to marry the person you love because of the establishment. I feel sorry for him in that sense. That whole concept just altogether is just fucked, isn't it? But it's just so interesting to me the fact that that only happened like fifty years ago, and now the new the new age of royals has come in. And yeah. I just think it's interesting because I think we can change it round to be, you know, I think society is changing around to be a different thing. But it's interesting when you look at um, William and Kate. Yeah. Is the fact that obviously he cheated and we all found out, I think it was this year or last year. And I it's don't like, know if he did, you know. Yeah, it came out that he cheated with one of her friends. But that was just like, that could have just been hearsay. Let's say, though, because I've seen a lot of people being like, he's exactly like his dad. I see it now. And it's like, could you imagine if the whole Will and Kate sort of how we all view them as, again, this perfect couple? Could you imagine if it's actually the same as he doesn't want to be married to her? But we would never know because they're fucking great actors. <laughs> like the royal family themselves. You never know what like... goes on behind closed doors. You're right. You do just never know what goes on behind closed doors. But that's and what it's fascinates just me about the royal family. They're just yeah. fascinating creatures. The only two, like, real royal members, I think, of course, are Harry and Meghan. Like, the way they just left and I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Like, the Queen could be a bitch. I actually think the Queen's really witty and funny. <laughs> Honestly. I think she's witty, but she's a bitch. 
I think she just has to have this cold, reticent kind of demeanour because of her history and because of just this this role she's had her whole life. Yeah, I sort of, I do agree in a sense, like there are parts of me that do feel sorry for Charles because I think a lot of things, let's say the whole Diana thing, I, I think he has a lot of issues because obviously his parents never really cared for him like they did Pedo Andrew or yeah, Princess be, Kate, Princess Anne, there, sorry. There was the whole episode of, um, it's called Favourites and it was the Queen sort of yeah. seeing if she had a favourite because she, Margaret Thatcher admitted to having a favourite child and so did Philip. Yeah, and I think, you know, when Charles was in school and how much he did not want to go to that school. Oh, God, yeah, like, the one in Scotland, I think it was. Yeah, and that was really horrible because it's like you feel sorry for him because it's like his dad doesn't give a shit about his feelings or it's not like a normal it's not like a normal parenthood, is it? Where, you know, you can go to your mum and have a hug or cry with your mum or whatever because that's just not allowed. It's just a different... It's just a complete different relationship. It's just so interesting. I love it. God, I love it. <laughs> what do you think of this series so far though it's brilliant and I love that it's more up to date now yeah it's weird isn't it I like the, the music. really old stuff I liked the old stuff back in the like it was like set in the 40s and 50s but yeah. I now love the whole like 70s 80s thing yeah because it's more like oh my god it's yeah I know what you mean me too it's cool I'm really enjoying it is that your favour of the week or do you have a favour of the week I think that is one of my faves of the week. I don't really have another favour of the week because I've just been... Actually, yeah. Actually, that and the Queen's Gambit. I finished the Queen's Gambit last week as well. And that was fucking brilliant about the chess mogul. Yeah. Um, young girl. The acting's really good. And Netflix, I think Netflix originals at the moment are just absolutely cracking. I just so love the cinematography, don't you? Oh, it's so good. And the writing's pretty good. Like, that is my go-to for faves of the week. Okay, I've got one more too. Um, okay, go on then, girlie. So I've been giving a li- a given a list of films to watch and I'm making my way through okay. it. Okay. Right? And the first film I watched was called Booksmart. Have you ever seen it? No, that came out quite, like a few years ago, didn't it? Quite recently. Yeah, so it was directed by Olivia Wilde. Also, love Olivia Wilde for sticking up for Harry. So I'm going on such tangents, but I love that. Um, what did she do? So uh, Candice Owen said about men need to be men and they need to we need masculine men in the world in response to what? Harry's in response oh, to Harry's, Harry's styles. Yeah. Oh, and God. Olivia Wilde the he looked actress, incredible. He looked fucking insane. I'll honestly I'll go on about Harry Styles all episodes. So I'll I'll stop there. But oh my God. Amazing. I quite like a um, feminine man. Yeah. But Candace Owen went on this like little Twitter rant and said how we need men need to be men and they need to be masculine, like otherwise the world doesn't make sense, basically. And Olivia Wilde, the actress and director, just literally um, replied saying, I think it was something like, yeah, Olivia Wilde just re- replied saying you're pathetic. <laughs> oh my God, brilliant. Yeah, so Candace Owen said, there's no society that can survive without strong men. The East knows this. In the West, the steady feminization of our men at the same time that Marxism is being taught to our children is not a coincidence. It's an outright attack. Bring back manly men. Shut up, you bitch. Oh, yeah, she started bringing in, like, philosophy and stuff. Um, But, yeah, so Olivia Wilde directed Booksmart, and it's basically, like, just a really good feel-good film. Like, 
it's like got Easy A vibes. You know, you can just watch Easy A any sort of any day of the week. Yeah. It's sort of like that. And it's just real feel good. And it's like about friends. And it's sort of just about like life's too short, like make the most of it. And I just love it for them, really. So, yeah. Perfect. Okay. So, a lot of like TV, film kind of vibes. Yeah. I think my mum's just put music on downstairs. That bitch. She knows I'm recording my podcast. Um, <laughs> right. I also just want to bring this up because it, I just, as you were saying, that I just saw this on my phone and it made me laugh. People really want to complain that they can't relate to a black family starring in the Sainsbury's Christmas ad when Aldi's ad is literally a fucking family of carrots. Yeah, I saw that. I like that on Twitter. Brilliant. I added the <laughs> swear word in that as well. <laughs> oh, that's good. Me. Um, right, so yeah. you today, honey. Yeah, so we'll just... Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, remember... Always speak to your friends, reach out to your friends no matter what. You got this, bitches. Yeah. And also these everything we're talking about reply, applies to any kind of relationship. Yeah. Like between men and women, women and women, men and men, they and them. Just All remember men are trash. In between. Yeah. <laughs> now take it. Men out. are trash though. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening and make sure you tune in to our two minute talk series every Sunday on Instagram at madworld underscore podcast. Another huge thank you for the support we have received so far and we can't wait to bring you more. You've been listening to Mad World with Meg and Maria.